Call with Dads, your podcast for unscripted conversations and honest opinions about what matter to dads. Join the call in this journey called fatherhood. Now here are your hosts to get things started. E.A. Maynard, the man of many words and some of them can make sense. Hi, I'm E.A. Maynard. Along with Mr. Pancakes, who is working to bring back family traditions starting with breakfast. This is Mr. Pancake, and this is Call with Dads. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, don't do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting more on the floor than you are in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah right, well, you want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into this. So, right. basically, let's let everyone know our views on foods, kids mm. eating it, the pain in the necks they can be on trying to get them to eat stuff, what kind yeah. of foods, things like that. So, yeah, let's let's see. Start off with you. You're okay. you and I have kids about the same age, so. Yeah, my kids, my son's five, my daughter a year and a half, almost two ish, somewhere around there. Your yeah. kids around just my under five, is, I think it was. Yeah, she's four. Uh, she'll be five in December, so we got maybe two months. Okay, so, so we can round up and say both yeah, are five, right in that but, range, right? Yeah, similar similar mannerisms, <laughs> right? Similar now, time frames. Now, here's the one thing I am curious about. Because I have a son and I have a daughter, and my daughter seems to be a whole lot less pickier than my son. My right. son will throw, will sit there and taste like a noodle, and if it has spaghetti sauce on it, <laughs> he, he throws a fit one day, and the next day it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Where my daughter, I think like we were talking, just takes food and smashes it in her face and just whatever. Like a horse. <laughs> yeah, and then once she gets enough yeah. of that in her mouth... It, then she'll start saying no and shake her head and get out of her chair. So it's like night and day comparably trying to feed them. Yeah. But I don't know if, it, and that's one thing I'm sitting there going is, is this a boy thing? They're just that picky mm-hmm. or is it just the yeah. H thing? Because I swear I want to strangle my kids sometimes going, eat yeah. your food. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I would say more to me, it sounds to me like an age thing. Um, The reason I say that is my daughter is very similar, very, very picky. Um, She didn't used to be, but my daughter does, um, she does waves. And I I call them waves because like it's, they're usually about two, two months or so long, month and a half, two months long. And for about two months, she will be like, she'll eat like a cow. So just like everything in sight, she'll, she'll eat breakfast, lunch and dinner. She'll ask for seconds, you know, she'll eat like crazy. Um, and then two months later, like, I mean, you can't get her to eat a grape, you know, oh, right. she'll perfectly happy eating chocolate cake or cookies or whatever, you know, she'll eat that all day. <laughs> Try and right. get her to eat a regular dinner. Forget it. She don't want nothing to do it. She won't eat breakfast. Um, so it's, it seems like it's been like an up and down kind of battle and it seems like they go, well, it goes along with her growth spurts. That's about what I um, say. Sounds like growth spurts kind of thing there. Because yeah. I know... Like every two to three months. Like up and down, up and down. It's, yeah, it's I was awesome. going to say, because my son for a while was that way. And then mm-hmm. he went from his... Because my son's a... um, He's a big boy, not heavy set. But right. like, let's put it this way. In my family, I'm the midget of the family. At just a hair under six foot, I'm the midget. Yeah. So my son's most likely going to pick up the tall side of yeah. my family. 
Right. So he's wearing, what was it, at the beginning of summer, he was comfortably in size 5, which, mm-hmm. kid size. And right. now he's, size 5s are getting tight for him by the end of summer. And yeah. <laughs> during the, like, he would go times in the summer just not eating mm-hmm. or pick, being picky about what he ate. And right. my wife is sitting there going, my wife, would, my wife's Chinese, and for them, it's almost like the same thing as Southerners. If you don't yeah. eat enough, they're concerned about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. my wife literally will sit there and go, do you think our kids are malnutritious? I'm like, no, <laughs> look at them. My daughter has a double yeah. chin. Samuel has enough energy that anybody yeah. anybody would be excited to have that much energy to d- have for anything. Right, right. So, yeah. I mean, if you right. if you wasn't eating enough, he wouldn't have that energy. Right. But, like, a big thing that we also worry about in was the type of foods they were eating. And mm-hmm. my my boss for my full-time job pointed out about um, food coloring. And yeah. it's something I yeah. never even thought about until I started looking into it after he said it. Mm-hmm. And we've started eliminating a lot of food coloring things. Yeah. You, it's red almost, is big. Yeah, red, so, red dye is like a, uh, it's, there's forums all about it. My wife reads about it. It's super weird, but that's, that stuff's real. It's weird. Oh yeah. I, and like I said, I never even thought about it. Yeah. And, Till my boss said it, I'm thinking, because don't get me wrong, I'm like, like I was telling you, I, I've said enough conspiracy theories that they call me. it that <laughs> when I hear something, I'm sitting there going, okay, is this real? Is right. This, is this a conspiracy theory or is no, it something in the middle? Some anti-government conspiracy theory. Red dye isn't going to make your kid nuts. Yeah, it actually does. <laughs> yeah. So like. <laughs> Weird. We dumped we dumped out the fruit juice, the um, Hawaiian mm-hmm. fruit punch stuff because they had the dye in it. Yep. We we've eliminated a lot of the candies, and mind you, we still have some candies and some treats for them, but because right. we're not perfect yeah. and we have no intention to be perfect, but yeah. right. we need an excuse to say, "Hey, you're screwed up because of this. It's not us. You ate right. some red candy." <laughs> right. <laughs> but, I mean, candy's candy, anyways. I mean, kids. Kids deserve a little bit of candy. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, but I know like, what was it? We went to a restaurant on Sunday. So we just found a church that we like. It's real close to our home. And then it's real close to an Italian restaurant that we like. So (laughs) we kind of like, it's almost like a line from the church to the Italian restaurant to our house, almost like a straight shot between them. So we stopped (laughs) at the Italian restaurant and my son was just digging into the spaghetti there. So (laughs) last night we have homemade spaghetti Mm -hmm. and it's not dark red. It's a little orange because we take a tomato base and then we make, we make our sauce off of that. And he just looks at it and goes, I can't eat this. It has sauce on it. I'm (laughs) like, well, you ate what we bought for you. You devoured right. it on Sunday. He's like, no, that wasn't this. I'm like, it's the <laughs> same thing. So, I mean, oh, yeah. And it's like that whole thing where yeah. it kills me. I'll do um, I'll do meatballs. So I'll make yeah. meatballs from scratch, et cetera, et cetera. He'll devour. Right. He'll, I'll have 30 of them made, and him and his sister will just leave me with 10. And... <laughs> 
like I'll pull up and reheat them and they're like, no, these are bad. These are no good. I'm like, they're from yesterday. Eat them. Yeah. (laughs) Trust me. A lot of times you want, as a parent, you try to make sure you don't say anything inappropriate because (laughs) I I called somebody a dumb ant and my son repeated it today after I said it. And I'm like, just don't say that around other people. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do that all the time too. <laughs> so I yeah. really do try to watch what I say because yeah. he's at that stage of oh he'll he'll repeat every anything that he thinks that he knows yeah. because they can pick up hey so and yeah tell me do do you get the feeling like sometimes your daughter just doesn't eat certain foods because she either is it because she thinks she doesn't like it or she's just trying to mess with you. Oh yeah, she. I I feel like a lot of times she doesn't eat just to be, just to try to like test the waters, just just right. to see what she can get away with. Um. So I, like for me, I I'm a little stricter than my wife. My wife will give in. You know what I mean? And I I'm I've been getting pretty upset with my wife about that the last like month or so. I keep telling her you've got to stop giving in to her. So mm-hmm. what she'll do is like regardless of what we make we'll even be like hey you know what do you want to eat and she'll be like um pizza I'm like okay do you want to make pizza or do you want to order pizza uh order and we're like okay cool we'll we'll go you know order pizza we rarely go order pizza but we right. we'll go order pizza um so the pizza will come and when it comes we start you know you get a slice you get a slice whatever and she'll right. she'll just throw her head back and scream. Ah, I don't want this. I don't want this. It's so ugly and so dumb and gross. It's disgusting. But like, but you said you wanted pizza and you wanted us to order. I don't want this. And she'll scream and throw a fit. She'll go run in the other room, and we'll just be like, I'm I'm just sitting there like mm-hmm, eating my pizza, you know? <laughs> right. I'm eating my pizza and drinking my drink. I'm gonna get on with it, you know. And in in my mind, you know, and this is something my wife's mom has told my wife. I've told my wife, uh, my grandparents and my dad, and I don't I don't talk to my mom, but you know, basically all of the adults or in elderly adults above our right. other generation have all told my wife, including myself, and we have all said, you know, she don't want to eat. Okay, don't let her eat. You know, or let her not eat. Just say, cool, have at it, go to your room. You know, I guess it's bedtime. You know what I'm saying? And um, if she comes in later asking for food, just give her back her plate and say, here you go, here's your pizza or here's your dinner from earlier. And she throws a fit, okay, back in your room. You know, yeah. let her let her starve. Let her That night she can starve until she'll figure it out. She'll oh, yeah. eventually go, oh, I wanna eat. You know what I mean? But my wife will be like, all right, if you just take two bites, I'll make you some oatmeal or I'll get you this or that. Just take two bites. I'm like, no. Yeah, my but wife and I have gotten into that argument. That's what she wants you to do. She wants to eat. She wants to test the waters to see what she can get away with and get you to do what she wants you to do eventually. Right. So just ignore her. Say if she don't want to eat, she can go to her room. And then if she wants to eat later, you give her her meal back from earlier, and mm-hmm. if she throws a bit about that, say, "Well, go back to your room. Sorry about your luck." Right. And she refuses, and 
She's getting better at it, though. I think she's starting to listen to me a little bit more. <laughs> she's starting to realize you keep, keep giving in. Right. Well, luckily for me, like, my son at least has gotten to the point where he doesn't normally run off in a fit. So right. I'm at least good there. But I think at this age, the kids are trying to deal with a lot of emotional, yeah. trying to figure they're, out their emotion. Right. I mean, they're learning, testing water, figuring this yeah. out, figuring it out, right? Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, there's there's a whole thing about it. And, yeah. you know, that that's probably a conversation later. But I know, mm. like, for my son, like, a perfect example, last night and right after I got him to bed, I was thinking about how this is going to be something that would be perfect for this discussion because, like mm. I said, last night I made spaghetti and then added homemade spaghetti sauce on it. Right. And we it's were... Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. So <laughs> the whole gross, no. And he'll eat pasta bare. Like just right. pasta with a little ol- olive oil and some yeah. seasoning on it. And he'll eat that. And so will my daughter. My daughter will eat it with sauce, without sauce, with whatever. But yeah. Yeah. like last night, he was throwing such a fit about it that, and he, w- he wasn't he wasn't throwing a fit, but he was arguing about it. And we let him watch a little bit of TV while they have dinner. And right. Part of the part of the reasoning is is I can say okay eat your food or the TV goes away. Yeah. So and after quite a bit of time I'm sitting there going okay either eat your food or you're losing your TV. Yeah. And I took away the TV and I said if you want your TV back eat your food. Yeah. Well then he threw a fit and I said fine no more TV at all this week. Right. Done. Yeah. I said I took him and his sisters they both lost their TV. It's if one of them loses it, they both lose it because my yeah. my thinking is simply if his sister has a TV while she eats, all he's going to do is either listen to it or come over and try to watch her TV while she watches it. Yeah, and right. with her being a year old, year and a half old, he's going to dictate the shows that she watches if he's staying there. Right. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So the... um. The whole thing is is just getting that figured out and getting everything set. But yeah, I took that mm. TV away and I'm like, no, this is not going to happen. He threw a fit and didn't eat. And it was basically, I let him go all the way up until a little bit before bed. And I gave him some a little bit of dry cereal because mm. me, I know if he wakes up hungry, yeah, I'm going to be the one getting up with him. So <laughs> yeah. the question is, is how much punishment? I didn't give him a whole lot. I just gave him enough to get him yeah, through yeah. the night. Right. I'm like, okay. And he goes, I want this. I want that. I'm like, no, if you wanted it, you should have ate your dinner. Yeah. This so is just so you get through the night and you don't wake me up. Right. So not, I mean, it sounds rude. It sounds mean. And, you know, mm. I grew up, I grew up in a time frame where you were, you weren't really babied. I remember my grandpa who seems he was one of the grumpiest men in the world you'd meet, but had, and had the weirdest sense of humor, kind of a scary laugh kind of guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he would laugh and he, mind you, yeah. older guy, he smoked cigars for most of his life. Like the old Swisher sweets, which <laughs> oh, I miss smoking those. That's that's the only thing about quitting smoking that I do miss is the night yeah. smoking a nice cigar. But the um <laughs> thing is is like he would flat out tell I remember at my grandma's house growing up, 
he would come in from the junkyard and just sit down to eat. And if I said, I don't like this, he would look at me and go, tough. And he's like, she cooked this. We paid for the food. It's in front of you. Yeah. You don't have a choice. Eat it. I'm like, he's like, he's like, no, you do not have a choice. Eat your food. Shut up until it's done. And that's kind of what like my grandpa was. My mom, mind you, was my mom and stepdad was much, much nicer than my grandpa. (laughs) There was plenty of times as a teenager, even if I say, because that teenagers, oh, peas, lima beans, oh. Right. Oh, I love peas. Holy criminy. That's how I am. (laughs) Yeah. So it's funny the things that you just despise as a teenager. Mm -hmm. But of course, as a teenager, you're devouring almost anything that you can get your hands on. And I remember like the one thing everyone always growing up, liver and onions was supposed to be like the worst thing to eat. This and that. Yeah. So, but episode. Liver and onions. Yeah, but I remember, like, my one of my closest buddies growing up, he came over, and we all knew what it was because we've had it many times. But growing yeah. up, he never had it. And he sat there and just ate, like, tr- thirds. He had thirds of it. And he saw <laughs> how great it is. And we're like, you know, this is liver and onions, right? No, I would know liver and onions. We're like, my mom pulled out the container from the trash and goes, see, liver. Yeah. She goes, yeah, she goes, and those obviously are onions, and that's my gravy on top of it, so it's liver and onions, and he's like, and I don't think he ever ate it again after that, because we didn't have it too often, but yeah, Yeah. it was just funny that, I, and that's the one thing that even back then made me think, as a teenager, if you don't know what it is, and you try it, and you like it, and you keep eating it, once you Mm. know what it is, does that change the opinion yeah, change your perspective of what it is. Yeah. Right, because you look at it, it like our kids. Yeah, it definitely does, because that's a that's like a mental thing. Is there? There's a lot of stuff. Like for me, uh, there's not much I won't eat. I I just like eating food. You know, it doesn't matter right. to me. My wife, my wife is extremely picky, and she she isn't picky based on flavor or texture or anything like that. She's picky based on a mental like a thought of it right so if she thinks she don't like it or thinks it's weird or anything like that she won't eat it like like for me yeah my like my stepdad growing up was like how you, you said your grandpa was um kind of something i've been telling my wife to do with our daughter you know if, if it's on a plate you know that's what you're eating sorry about your luck mm-hmm. eat that you don't get nothing else it's that's it you know right. that's so that's how i i grew up you know it's um so eating some of the things, I mean, my, my stepdad, we, we weren't the richest, you know what I mean? Um, right. One of the things that we would catch uh, is walking, they called them walking catfish. Um, so there were these catfish, they're probably about a foot, foot and a half long. And they were, uh, they were like mud fish, basically. They okay. would call them walking catfish. So whenever the, like, whenever there was multiple bodies of water near each other, uh, down in South Florida, uh, one of them would, if one of them dried up during the summer, the mudfish would like, they almost would like waddle themselves out of whatever pond or whatever they were in and waddle themselves around on land until they got into another thing of water, another body of water. Huh. Um, 
yeah, it, it's it's a weird thing, but <laughs> my stepdad would keep a cooler in the back of his truck and go and pick them up and throw them in the cooler and bring them home and cut them up and we'd cook them and eat them. We basically had catfish. Um, my stepdad would go frog gigging all the time. We'd eat frog legs all the time. Um, he, you know, he liked hunting. He was very old fashioned Florida redneck type mm-hmm. deal. So he did like turtle soup, uh, deer hunting. You know I mean? Uh, we, we eat rabbit. We, I've eaten snake before. Also all these like kind of weird, odd foods, right. uh, we've eaten. And to me, it's like, mm, you know, I, and I, I've been overseas. I've been to Korea, you know, I've been everywhere, all over the, the Middle East, you know, and all those weird foods don't matter to me. They don't bother me. But her, like, she won't eat beef unless it's ground beef. <laughs> she won't eat. She won't eat chicken unless it's chopped, like fully cooked to the point of being dry and chopped into multiple pieces. Like she can't eat a baked chicken. Can't huh. do it. Like chicken That's wings. Hot. Chicken wings with the bone in. Forget it. She will not eat it. Uh, it's just it's it's a mental thing and kids are kids are very similar too. they're, they're the same way they don't they don't want to yeah. know what it is right you know? that's kind of like the thing that i was thinking about because like i know i'll eat a, about anything unless mm-hmm. i won't eat tripe which is um <laughs> yeah so tripe is the for anyone that doesn't know is the intestines of i think a cow yeah. so which is very rubbery. It almost is like you feel the bumps and yeah, yeah. It just and it it was just the texture of that that got me because it really didn't have a flavor. It's just like it was like yeah. a thin piece of like the bumps on your tongue kind of thing. It was just like weird for me. But yeah, poop, it's the, poop, poop. That's the line. If it's poop <laughs> or deals with poop or has anything to do with poop, poop is the line. So, and yeah, cow intestines, it deals with poop. So, no, oh, there's a line. <laughs> well, you eat honey. Oh, uh, yeah, fair. <laughs> but That's... the, yeah, that is good. But no, <laughs> the one thing that, for me that I can't really do is seafood. So, anything from the ocean. I can eat freshwater fish. And I grew up right by Lake Erie in right. northwest Ohio. So, I can right. have fresh water i can have walleye love walleye love perch mm-hmm. beer battered perch oh fantastic <laughs> but yeah. you give me seafood and it's like my throat closes up it's like nope no you don't need this poison and i mean you don't like raw oysters and you don't like to just slurp no. them down <laughs> no there's you know i'll tell you offline the the joke my stepdad told me when i was a teenager because this is definitely not the appropriate place to make that joke but but basically there was um there is a comment that he made that i just used when somebody goes well why don't you like seafood and i would make the same joke he made to me and people would look at me and go well that's gross i'm like mm-hmm. like i'm a guy what do you expect yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. But, yeah and the yeah. fact is is I've noticed my son, if I don't tell him what it is, I just put it down in front of him. It's something new. Right. Yeah, I either get two reactions. One, he'll act like he doesn't like it. And I'll say, you just, I at least got him to start trying new foods. Take a yeah. bite of it. Don't say you're not yeah. going to eat it until you take a bite of it. Right. Then once he takes a bite of it, then he'll, he'll either eat it all up. Mm-hmm. Or if my wife says, come on, just eat this, whatever it is. And he'll right. say, no, that's gross. That, whatever it is, is yucky. And I'm like, 
<laughs> like I'm like sitting there going, sometimes you can say, just eat your noodles and you'll eat them. Right. Eat your pasta, you'll eat them because we do both Italian pastas, like the the flour of the wheat pastas, and right. then we'll also do the rice noodles, Chinese Asian news noodles, because yeah. and he'll eat. He'd always eat noodles, rice, all of this without anything on it. Yeah. And but of course he also eat a waffle or a pancake without any toppings on it as well. Yeah. But my daughter does I, that too. <laughs> I make good pancakes, so I can't say anything about it. So yeah. I put I'll put flavorings and vanilla and all these things chocolate chip. So Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's just kind of weird to me that how that's one thing you see as kids and Growing up, even now as an adult, you still have that mindset of, ooh, this mm. food, yucky, no. Right. Because growing up, I'd never really had seafood until I became an adult, you know? Yeah. And then right. when I tried it, it was like just the grossest thing in the world to me. Even lobster. Really? Now, I've, yeah. yeah, lobster. Now, here, here's what I find funny about lobster is – do you know the history of lobster used to be lobster was so abundant. It would wash up on the shores and the poor people, the people that couldn't afford anything would go out, pick up the lobster and eat it. And there was even, I I think there was like a strike or something saying we will not eat lobster. So like people were so tired of eating lobster. It was considered poor person food. Yeah. And now you pay an arm and a leg mm-hmm. to order it, <laughs> this and that, and it's like, yeah. but yeah, it used to be, yeah. used to be poor people food, and people even, I get into weird history facts, so <laughs> it's one of those things that people I like lobster. It's good. It's, yeah, I mean, I, but see now, I can eat some crabs, like crab yeah. cakes. I can have some crab cakes, or good. so crabs I can do. That's probably, and yeah. then like, what is it? There's Tuna. That's the only other thing. Yeah. But I I can't eat a soft shell crab like a like a blue crab. Blue crabs right. are delicious, mm-hmm. but when they're soft shell blue crabs, that's just weird to me. I can't eat that. I don't like it. I've eaten it before, you know, but I can't. I just can't eat the soft shell. It's strange. It's yeah, it's all crunchy and weird. But, but like but dun, th- like Dungeness and king crab. Oh man, you crack that leg and pull that big old like tube of meat out, <laughs> dip it all, lather it all in butter, and <laughs> it's so good. Oh, understandable. So, so have you actually found anything that works for you getting your? Because I know this was a discussion we had online prior mm-hmm. about trying to figure out what works to get the kids to eat the food, and some people threw out some suggestions, and yeah. you know, it's like every kid's different, obviously. So, yeah. Just because, like, for me, I can sit there and say, because we do the TV, I can sit there and say, no TV, eat your food, mm-hmm. I'm going to take this away. I've gotten, if you're if you're not going to eat your food, you don't get to play with your toys. Things right. like that, which, I mean, to me, the mental thought behind that is, is there's reward and punishment. You're teaching them, hey, you have to do this if you want to do this. Right. And my wife's, like you said, oh, well. Like for the longest time, I would tell her, I'm like, stop cooking seven different dishes yeah. just to find yeah. the one that he'll eat. Right. I mean, I, that's my wife, too. Like, uh, like she'll make she'll make like all three of us separate meals. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to eat something fattening. So she'll make herself a salad while she'll make dinner and I'll eat normal dinner. 
and then my daughter will throw a fit and won't want that so she'll make her something else i'm like like you can't you can't do that like you have got to give her like you've got to force her to just eat what you give her and call it a day you know what i mean right but but she for some reason she gives in oh yeah now with the little research i did have time to do and look into before we did this the Mm -hmm. weirdest thing i found is I searched healthy foods, good foods for children, young kids. Now, you would think meat would be one of the top things. I went through 12 different lists that would list off things, Mm -hmm. and only two of them had chicken on it. None of them had beef, pork, anything like that on it. Now, I know there's a theory that it takes more energy in a way to eat meats because you have to cook it. it when you once you cook something, it loses some nutritional value. But yeah. there's a ton of benefits from meat. And mm-hmm. what was it? The last food pyramid I saw, they put junk food as the top priority for kids to, for kids and people to eat, like chips and cereals and processed things. I'm sitting there going, it's like, what kind of happened to? The people that were saying, okay, you need to eat healthy foods. Like they put, they put, um, this processed food cereals and not mm-hmm. like healthy cereals, but like, like the, um, cinnamon squares or Mer. the sugar smacks or things like that. And then they mm-hmm. put vegetables at the bottom or meats at the bottom, then vegetables and then fruits. Yeah. And so they're going, how do you, justify that when it makes no sense why don't you just say here's a bottle of red food color drink right. this with every meal i mean there's some weird stuff about food like um vegetables and stuff today mm-hmm. compared to 60 years ago have like 40 percent less vitamins than they did before like less know, nutrients mm-hmm. now i do know that if you saw the corn like they, I've seen a thing where it shows like um, the difference of some of the vegetables and mm-hmm. stuff that we eat yeah. now compared to what they naturally yeah. were. Those yeah. from, and this is the one reason like everyone worries about the genetic modification of fruit mm-hmm. foods and things like that. If you want to be technically, we've been geni- genetically modifying food from. Oh yeah, hundreds of years. Oh yeah, I mean ever since. I forget the guy's name that discovered if you cross-pollinate peas, you make a new strain of peas. Because I remember learning about that in science back in middle school or something. But ever since that guy figured that out, people's been taking all sorts of stuff and trying to improve them. The lower nutritional value of the vegetables and things like that, I did not hear. Yeah. They've been slowly like making them basically what they're doing is making them like bigger uh, like bigger and less dense so the density is becoming less so ultimately speaking there's more there's more like i guess flesh to eat but less nutrients in the flesh like a tomato Mm -hmm. we eat a tomato say it has like a hundred 100 grams of vitamin c in it nowadays it's like 60 grams just because it's overall like gotten physically larger and less the flesh on it's gotten less dense and it's Uh, just 
Now, I wonder if that's like the major farms and things like that, or if it's also with the vegetables that you would grow in your garden. Because we yeah. grow, we have so many freaking tomatoes, and usually they're pretty solid and pretty fleshy, and they're not overly huge. Right. But, yeah. I mean, which one thing that we're trying to lean more towards and we work with our neighbor with this as well is we try to we're going to be expanding our garden more and more as mm. the kids grow so that we can have more area they can learn by yeah. doing food at home making your own stuff growing your own things so that they can see hey this is where it comes from right. i think is important so i wonder if there's a big difference with supermarket quality versus yeah. garden quality i mean I think so. They, I mean, a lot of that stuff is grown in like facilities, not even in ground. You know what I mean? Oh, um, I've seen like, I've seen giant like hydroponic like tomato farms where it's nothing but just plastic tubes and tomato vines. You know, so With I, the pump I know and nutrients and all that in them. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I know a lot of the grapes. Like, have you ever seen? Have you ever had cotton candy grapes? I've seen them. I've never tried them just because it seems They're, weird. They're delicious, unbelievably <laughs> amazing. They're just fantastic, but they are literally a lab created. They're um, they're not created via GMO or anything like that. They uh, they obviously are GMO. There's right. nothing that's you know I mean there's nothing that's not GMO'd. Um, right. But it's the cotton candy flavor isn't created via GMOs. It's created by taking this grape and this grape and cross pollinating them. And right. it creates this weird cotton flavor, this weird cotton candy flavor. And I guess the 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 cross or whatever has never been revealed. Only this one place over in California knows about it, but it's really good. Like that's crazy stuff that we can do that stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's interesting the things we can do. And like I said, even corn at it's corn and wheat is or wheat, it's become like over time, we've figured out how to make it grow taller, larger, yeah. all this stuff. Before, yeah. the wheat that they started with was the kind of wheat that you'd have in your yard that you'd sit there right. and, I mean, some I don't know how somebody figured, look at that weed, let's grow it and make a whole field of it. Yeah, but, it <laughs> yeah I mean, whoever yeah. figured that out, amazing. But the fact is, is I think, the original corn that I saw was so tiny that in yeah. some of the f original foods looks just disgusting and right. yeah. I mean, They're disgusting weird and, yeah, disgusting, pitiful, all this. And yeah. you sit there and go, that looks nothing like what mm -hmm. we grow now. Yeah. So, and like I've, one thing I will say I've noticed is my son is more apt to eat stuff that he sees out of the garden. Yeah. And like my blueberry bush, I think I've had maybe 10 or blackberries. I've had mm. 10 blackberries off my blackberry bush right. this past summer because every time I would go out, I would see my son just walking around with a handful. And I'm like, and he's like, it's like they're good when they're ba when they're sun baked and you pull them right off the vine. Yeah. And, you know, it's he's pulled stuff off the tomato vines. And yeah. mind you, he's not a huge tomato bent. Fan, but he's taking a bite of a tomato every now and then and then throws it down and goes don't worry the fox will eat it i'm like nice you know my my daughter uh actually loves stuff right out like fresh right out of the garden too she's the same way 
Um, right. it, it must be just a kid thing. They they're intrigued by it. You know what I mean? And it looks correct. It's natural. You know what I mean? Right. So like I, I grow peas, uh, sugar snap peas and mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like every year. Um, and she'll, she'll just go right out of the garden and just grab peas and just eat them right off the plant. You know, she'll grab the squash and just eat the squash. She just right. loves it. She, uh, this is my first year growing tomatoes. So I'm still waiting for some to grow. Um, the, the vine that I have, the tomato vine is actually grew on accident from a tomato from my fridge. Uh, <laughs> I was using it as compost and it grew right. like a plant and I was like, mm, keep it going. And I kept it going and it just so happened to be a big old tomato plant and it hasn't grown anything yet. I'm hoping next year, I'm hoping it's skipping a season because it's a, you know, I mean, it's a, right. it's a, it's a hybrid tomato from a supermarket. Right. So ho- hopefully it grows something next year, but she would eat tomatoes like, uh, like apples. She would hold mm-hmm. a tomato and she would just, just <laughs> sit there and eat them. So right. she, she likes veggies and stuff and she, especially out of the garden. Uh, you know, that's, that's one thing that we, uh, we found is very important with our family and making the kid eat very healthy as often as physically possible. Obviously we're going to give our kid chocolate and candy, you know, and it's not it's a kid, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, a lot of the things we notice, uh, like intellectual problems and talking and like, um, like stuff where they can't focus and can't pay attention. Like a lot of our friends with our kids, that's how they are. You know what I mean? Uh, but they like, we had a friend that would literally give her kid lollipops, like, literal lollipops all day long and would plop them in front of the TV and go do whatever she wanted to do all day long. And then when she, right. it was lunchtime, it was lunchtime. She'd give them like Cheetos. You know what I mean? And like, that was yeah. like, that was like it. Like, I mean, but he was like overweight. He was chubby. You know, he still had speech problems. Um, he, he didn't have like a very good intellect. You know what I mean? It wasn't like able to put this with this and understand that, right. you know, so we just we noticed all these things in our kid from the very early age. We refused TV for the first two years of her life. So no zero TV. Um, and then we made sure she ate vegetables and, you know, um, a very healthy diet like milk. You know, a lot of you know, she drinks milk still to this day. So she gets a lot of stuff. Um, right. we, we went out of our way to make sure she had a very healthy diet, not candy. And we also. We also taught her to eat vegetables raw. Like most kids hate broccoli. She loves broccoli. She'll eat broccoli just right out of the fridge. You know what I mean? Uh, she loves lima beans. Um, she likes, you know, peas and squash and all that stuff. And tomatoes, right. you know, she'll eat anything. But most kids won't. Most kids, even kids at her school, and she goes to a very Christian private school. Right. Most kids are like, I want cupcakes. And she's like, Hi, can, I, can I have a tomato or can I have some can I have some peas? Do you have any peas? <laughs> I would love if my son was that way. I'll admit we like we used um because my wife wanted to learn him learn Chinese. So we mm-hmm. let him watch Chinese cartoons yeah. when he was a baby and growing up and this and that. So he had the exposure, but like one thing is is my son had speech delay. So right. he but it's the funny thing is is now that he's talking this and that, he's been talking for a while now, but he has the habit of like, he, he'll have the habit of, if he finds you interesting, he'll talk and interact with you. If he, if he doesn't like you, doesn't find you interesting, whatever it is, 
he'll ignore you. You can talk to him and he'll just be like, okay, okay, let me, ooh, look, I want to go play with that. And just get up and, yeah. And, you know, he's this this new church that we found, the pastor there, he um he ended up telling me that he homeschooled his kids as well. And he went through and was telling me all these different things. And he ended up suggesting a book that he said that one is the things that he found was one reading this book. It was something about, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, um, A Great Smarts. So, and he said it, it teaches you the different ways that kids learn this and that. And the one thing that I was thinking about after he mentioned that, because like I said, my son had this speech delay, but because I wanted to make sure that they wouldn't have a problem because my son likes to get up. He's not a sit in your, sit in the chair focus. Like a lot of the kindergartners now, he's more, let me get up and move. And here's the thing is like the teacher even said, Oh yeah, he was walking around. He was doing this. I'm like, was he good? He's like, well, yeah. And so later on, you would think kid getting up, walking around, doing other stuff. They're not paying attention. Really? I asked him what he learned, and he, I later in the night, hours and hours later, I'm like, so what did you learn in Sunday school? And he went through and told me quite a bit of things, and yeah. told me, oh, you have to walk the right path. Right. The crooked path is for evil. All so this. Attention. He's just moving. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and part of it is is when he does talk, he'll say things that most kids his age don't seem to say because mm. we're used to hearing him say all these different things using these bigger words, right. and most adults will be like, "I don't think I've heard a kid his age say something like that." <laughs> so, but a yeah. part of part of the concern that we had after everything was is we're sitting there going, "Okay, what?" what are the several things that could have caused these and like whatever your opinion of the vaccinations are, we decided right. like the COVID vaccination we we're completely against. He was fully vaccinated when we started reading about the effects that vaccinations mm-hmm. had. He never yeah, had the COVID vaccination because even are, before yeah. they were saying the government was coming forth saying about all these problems, we were reading about all these different things that were considered conspiracy theories. And right. Like my wife and I wanted to have another kid, so we decided we weren't doing the vaccination because there's a report of miscar the people getting vaccinated was having a high miscarriage. All this, but part of it was is we looked and we saw that there was a lot of issues found through processed foods, and I know this was a long way of getting to this point, but with after doing all this research, finding that processed foods the different things that they throw in there, mm. we know there's no way we're cutting out all the processed foods. Yeah, it's impossible. I mean, but yeah. yeah, I mean, heck, we still do the pizza we mm. from a box. Yeah. I mean, you no yeah. matter what you're doing, something's processed. If yeah. you're doing ketchup. You could, you, could, you could do it, but it would be like, you would have to be like homesteading with your own like garden and farm. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it would be very very difficult. <laughs> oh yeah, it it's you you have to yeah, it's and I've heard of people doing it and their whole life is around work, homesteading mm-hmm. and sleep. And right. it's like it's like okay, well, you have to make a choice, which I understand. You yeah, have to do that. But yeah. you know, like we don't eat fast food. That's one thing that we've yeah. 
yeah, basically stayed away from. And yeah. I'm to the point now, I used, when I was in my 20s and poor and all this, I lived off of Wendy's 99 cent menu, which I last I was told they no longer even had the 99 cent menu. Yeah. I'll tell you what, for $5, I ate like a king. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I used to do the same thing, like the McDonald's dollar menu and the oh, Wendy's yeah. menu. Like, yeah. yeah. I used so to I eat mean, ramen by the box. <laughs> yeah. But, I can't say anything. My wife still eats ramen. But yeah. Oh, I, think yeah, I still a, eat ramen. It's delicious. But oh, I just don't eat it as like a everyday meal. <laughs> yeah, but the one thing is is she doesn't put the um the flavor the pack. packet. Yeah. Because those have a ton of salt um, yeah. sodium and such in them. Right. So she and which to me that's the actual tasty part of it. Yeah, that's the good part. <laughs> yeah, but she she does just the noodles and then puts her own vegetables and all this with it. So she does it how she says the Asians are supposed to. And <laughs> mind you, my wife and I will say things that are culturally inappropriate between Asians and whites and all this. And <laughs> so if I say something, don't think that I'm being whatever it's we make jokes just like right now. My, my son's horrible at math and we make a joke about him being a bad Chinese because he doesn't do math. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's funny. But but yeah, I mean, just simple jokes like that. But we found that the processed foods tend to be a big, a big deal Mm. between the process. So basically, from all the research we've done, and like I said, all up to this point, even after my boss told me about the um, food coloring, the big things that I discovered to try to keep away from is certain vaccinations. Not all vaccinations are bad. Um, I'll yeah. say that right up front. All vaccinations yeah. are not bad. But right. there are still some vaccinations, and I've gone through and read the side effects and this and that. And one of the problems is is a lot of these vaccinations, the study of how they interact with people being mixed mm-hmm. all together is being done as they're giving them to the kids. Kind of right. like what they did with the COVID vaccination. Let's right. test it out on the people and see how it works. So. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. the big thing is, is after that, one thing that we found is the food coloring, which, like Mm -hmm. I said, as soon as we discovered that, we just dumped a lot of stuff. But then it's processed foods. Processed foods had a huge, huge impact on the kids' mental abilities, their physical activities. And we just started cutting out the food coloring. But even right. with how we do stuff, people has even told us that our kids seem to be more active, more energetic, a little mm-hmm. sharper at certain things than okay. a lot of the other kids. Because, like you said, we don't we give our kid TV time or screen right. time, as they call it now. Yeah. And his screen time is stuff that like I chose exactly what stuff they can watch for age group, like right. what games they can play, all these things. Yeah. So it's not like he's just going on YouTube itself and right, watching scrolling. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When, we when stick to educational when it comes to TV for the most part. Yeah. Obviously, we obviously we still watch Bluey. It's awesome. So, but yeah, right. I mean, like I'll, I'll admit, like my son will watch Nature Cat and um, right. Wild Kratts, and mind you, they'll sit there and talk about the climate change, which climate change is happening, but the effects of you know what instead of getting into that topic 
because that's a, <laughs> I think that's a different show and a, probably a couple different episodes. But <laughs> but generally, the fact is is that there they do talk about nature and education, and I believe you have to do everything in a combination of discipline, proper foods, and mm-hmm. education on anything to be able to make sure that it's a a balance to be able right. to give your kid the best that they can do and yeah, that's something we kind of purposely strive as well you know, because like you said we, we i mean we notice those things you know so we do the same no processed foods well to an extent you know obviously right. um wheat is obvious is actually oddly very similar a lot of people don't realize but the wheat these days is a lot like you we i think we said earlier wheat is different these days than it was years ago all right. So wheat is actually a big problem. So you can't get rid of it. But similar to the red dye, uh, it causes you know um, overweight issues. It causes health issues in kids. It causes uh, mental focus issues. Um, you know, so there, there's quite a bit of stuff. So we just minimize like uh, wheat and stuff as best as possible. Um, right. She still eats. She still. I mean, she's not like a gluten-free baby or nothing. You know, <laughs> right. Uh, but you know, she. We don't. We don't let her eat like tons of wheat like crazy um but yeah we stay with processed wheat red dyes stuff like that we try to eat vegetables uh lower the sodium content and i mean she watches tv and stuff but we minimize what she watches and how much she watches and overall i mean she still has her behavioral issues but she's five yeah, yeah. almost five you know, <laughs> right so almost every kid does at five i mean right. Be honest she's, she's with you, while we're talking, right. I even hear my son throwing a fib with the nanny, and he's probably upset because he has to wait to go out on mm-hmm. what he calls his field trip. So, right. you know, it's yeah. every every kid has a, a fit. Yeah. Every kid has this behavioral my, issues. My daughter isn't still going uh, 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 when she talks. She right. actually says the word. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. how many – so – it sounds like you know a lo- whole lot more parents than I do because I'm very antisocial when it comes to which it's funny. My wife finds it hilarious that I'm I'm the antisocial one because mm-hmm. I do enjoy like being around my neighbor, talking with him, having some drinks or yeah. being around old friends. But when it comes to actually going out and trying to make new friends, I'm like, yeah. I don't want to I, keep those people up. I just want to put a big fence around my yard. I just put up a stay off my property sign. Yeah. Actually, it says no soliciting. And I love this sign. It has no soliciting. And it goes through this whole list because I saw years and years. What soliciting is. What's that? Like no soliciting and it tells them what no soliciting is. Oh, no. It goes through and says something along the lines of here's the sign. So. It says, no soliciting. We don't talk to strangers. We know who we're voting for. We love Jesus. We have kids, so we don't have any money. Unless you're Girl Scouts or delivering a package, no excuses, no exceptions. And, I mean, I saw that years ago when I was actually doing door-to-door sales right out of high school, which that was the worst thing in the world. But I saw that sign and I was about to turn around when the owner came out of the door and I mm. talked to him and I told him like, you know, anybody that takes the time to find that kind of sign, I'm not going to bother the house just because it's funny. Mm. So, 
<laughs> I ended up eventually getting one for my own house. Nice. But I mean, it's it's one of those things that I'm horrible about being around people, and I'm happy being a hermit in my little hole in the ground or my <laughs> office, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But I mean, as you can see, no one else is going to see it. The cat's laying at the window level, which is ground level of of yeah. our property. So, okay. yeah. So I mean, yeah. I'm halfway in the ground, I guess you could say, which is not something most people want to be. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's they, kind of me. I'm I'm the same with the kind of hermity stuff. I don't completely hermit, but if it were up to me, I mean, I'd have 500 acres in Kentucky and I'd never <laughs> see a human ever again. But my wife has to live by the beach, and uh, you know she she's not so hermity. She she's a little bit, but I mean she like forces me to be friends with other people, and our daughter has to have friends, so you know so we we kind of connect with other parents and stuff like that. And right. Well, playing, got to do it for the kid. Oh yeah, so, and see that's the thing is like my son doesn't have a whole lot of friends. In fact. His, he changes friends constantly because he's gone through a lot of changes, a lot yeah. of daycares closed on him, all this stuff. So, but like, and he enjoys being around other little kids once he gets around yeah. them. But I don't, I think the last actual friends he has was probably almost a year ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, and he does go play with other kids. But from your experience, so you sound like you obviously been around other parents that have kids close to your daughter's age and you've seen their eating habits and such. Have you seen the big difference between speech and behavioral type of foods? Now, do you think this is just my, my theory? So I think the type of foods have a part to play with it, but I also wonder if it's also a bit of the attitude that the parent has towards the food Mm-hmm. And they kind of take that attitude towards the educational or the way of raising mm-hmm. their kid. Mm-hmm. So if they're just doing, and I'm not saying, it, like, yeah. for us, we'll do pizza, we'll do corn dogs. I mean, yeah. but it's not an everyday thing. We right. Most everything we cook is from scratch and what so have yeah. you, except for corn dogs and pizza from a box. But right. the, do you think the parents that just, Everyday corn dogs, pizza, macaroni, cheese, and that's mm-hmm. basically the whole kid's diet because it's the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. Or do you think that the attitude along with the food is to play with it, or do you think it's mostly the food? It's it's definitely both. Um, like we we have one friend. Uh, I mean, they're they're super nice people, uh, but they. I don't know that when it comes to like dinner times and stuff, their, their work schedule is very erratic. Um, it's a lot different like than ours, you know, where mine is Monday through Friday, this time to this mm-hmm. time, my wife doesn't work. So she spends all day with the kids and stuff like that and cooking. Right. Cleaning and so, on and forth. so with them, they both work. Uh, one works during the day, one works in the evening time, in the afternoon. So it's erratic all over the place. So um, they're very common dinner. Uh, they would, I mean, we get told this all the time of them. They can of uh, chicken noodle soup, microwave, here you go, and throw her in front of the TV. And then they, you know, they go do whatever they got to do. So, you know, I mean, laundry or whatever they want to do, or they go watch TV or whatever. So, uh, to, to them or to that kid, 
eating and sitting down and having dinner with the family or anything like that, or just eating your entire meal um, is very like, eh, like she, she doesn't do it, you know? So whenever the kid comes over to our house, like for a lot, like we've sat down with dinner a couple of times and she's joined. We've sat down uh, for lunch a couple of times and she's joined, you know, um, even like snack time. Uh, my daughter will go to the table, sit there when she gets a snack or gets lunch. For the most part, she will eat it all. You know what I mean? So right. or she'll eat the majority of it until she's full and then she'll throw it. She, we don't she won't eat the rest. You know, minus the bad attitude times. And mind you, all of these bad attitude times aren't literally every single day, you know. Right. Um, the other, her friend will, like, like she'll go out of her way, like, hey, you know, so and so forth. You know, I'm not going to say her name. So, so and so forth, uh, you know, what do you want for a snack? You want uh, a bowl of chips? You want uh, you want some broccoli and ranch dip? You know, what, what, what would you like for a snack? Um, we have this, 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 this. And she'll choose one of them. You know, we'll, we'll or so we'll make it for her, you know, what I mean, uh, and we'll put it in front of her to eat and we'll get her, you know, what do you want to drink? You know, you want uh, we have this with this, with this. She'll choose this or whatever. Say so she'll choose like, uh, you know, apple juice or whatever. Right. Um, so we'll get her a cup of apple juice and we'll get her, you know, um, say for lunch, we'll get her a cup of apple juice and like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich um, and like some carrots for dipping and then maybe like something else, like a couple, a small thing of chips. That's what she asked for. That's what we are willing to give her. So we gave her that for lunch. She'll take a bite out of the sandwich and a sip out of the juice. And she's up in front of the TV and we're like, no, we go over there and turn TV off. Oh, but my mom, now, unfortunately you're not in your mom's house. Right. You asked that food, you know, if you, you didn't want you it, it. Yeah. You sit there and you eat it. I'm sorry. My my wife has gotten mad at me a couple times because she's like, "That's not your kid. You can't do that." I'm like, "They're in my house." I, I'm not scolding her. Right. Or, uh, yes, I'm not scolding her, yelling at her. I'm just saying, "Hey, you want that food? You sit down and eat it. TV is off until it's done." Sorry about your right. luck. You know, that's just how it goes in this house. This is how it's done. You know, and mm-hmm. we know when we notice uh, that's their attitude. She and we know we also notice kind of some of the things she chooses um, when she's over at our house. Where, like if we give her options, she'll choose the more processed, more, you know, candy, not, you know, not so good foods. And right. I mean, whatever, it's not our kid. So we're not going to go out of our way to force her to do really anything. We'll give her a couple choices, you know, it right. is what it is. But yeah, definitely the attitude. They, I think to them, meals and eating is very like nonchalant it's very just whatever if you want to eat eat if you don't want to eat don't eat you know they just kind of throw the food there or whatever um so to to her to their kid it's very similar you know i mean they just she whatever it's meals or food is just meh you know you just eat to eat and it doesn't matter as long as it's good you know right so our, our daughter knows you know she needs to eat her vegetables you know she needs to eat this. She needs to eat this. You know, she she knows, you know, she's eating vegetables like raw and not just I'm not talking just carrots and tomatoes. I'm talking carrots, tomatoes, broccoli, squash, cucumbers, everything out of the sun ever since she was like one and raw. You know, right. uh, we've given her we give her peas. Uh, I mean, everything. Onions, you know, whatever. Raw, completely raw. She loves it all. She'll eat it all like crazy. So. This well, kid, you're, you're, you're definitely outdoing me on the vegetables. So <laughs> that there, yeah, 
I wish. Yeah. I I can give my son to eat some some vegetables depending on the day and his whim yeah. and if I maybe put a little peanut butter or honey on it. So mm-hmm. we're big about using honey at times and yeah things like that. But I mean, yeah, it's her hates onions now. She didn't used to, but she, uh, she used. To, I mean, we've given her onions since she was little, like raw and everything, cooked raw, right. whatever. She don't like onions today. She'll she'll like ew onions. Yeah, my son now if it's green. It's green. He's not. <laughs> and he used to see, like yeah. he still likes beans. If I give him different beans and things like that, right. he loves beans. So yeah, those are big things. Like in fact, I'll probably make some meatballs tonight with some beans on the side, and yeah. I don't know. I'll figure out the yeah. third option. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just kind of that that whole thing of trying to figure it out. Yeah, I think well, to like, me it's just mo- it's like parent modeling. You know what I mean, right. it's this is how they act. This is how they act to their kids. So this is how their kid acts the same, similar to food and how you eat and what to do. You know, so they don't really they don't really portray a good model to the kid. So the kid acts accordingly. You know, we right. have a little bit different of a model, a different style. You know, I'm not saying we're better. It's just this is what we do. Right. Um, so our kid eats differently our kid understands sitting at the table you know she, where she like doesn't like sitting at the table and eating you know uh right. they, they like to eat dinner with the tv on and yeah no that's a big no in our house <laughs> tv is not right. on you know what i mean so uh, it's just to me it's just parent modeling it's just if you want your kid to be a certain way this is mm-hmm. how you need to be your kid is going to do what you do your kid's going to mimic you model you you know, right. It's similar to what they say too. Say not bad words. They're gonna say bad words. Right. You do bad things. They're gonna do bad things. Yep. So, and I'd say we do. Actually, I don't only say it because I do have a theory of having them eat with TV or distractions is because I want them to learn to do stuff with distractions. Yeah. But it's also okay if this is too much of a distraction. You have to right. either get rid of this. Or you lose it because if you can't do it with the distraction, you don't get this. Yeah. And but we, we've definitely done it plenty of times. Like um, right. we had, you know, TV dinner nights, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's not no, a I'm, I'm not, table thing. Right. <laughs> I'm just, not saying that taking to me like like I think I've even said this before and I don't remember if it's been mm-hmm. on this show or not. But if I could if my wife would agree to it, I would get rid of all of our streaming services. Mm-hmm. I would get rid of all the TVs yeah. and just simply books, radio, audio yeah. stuff that you can have playing on a speaker and move around where you don't have the TVs and all this because you know, that's, that's me and my wife for the first two years of uh, my daughter's life. That's what we had to do. Yeah, we, did, we had a TV, mm-hmm. um, had no streaming services and we never turned it. We had, we had an old TV. Um, it was a, still a flat screen, but it was just like an old Vizio and we never turned it on. It literally like by the time we went to turn it on, we had to replace it because it didn't work anymore. We never turned <laughs> it on. So it, you, and it's weird to say, but you actually get to a point to where when you go to turn it on and watch TV, it's like, there's nothing to watch. You know what yeah. I mean? You just, you get bored of it, and so you almost got used to not having that. You know what I mean? 
you get right. used to having something else to do or finding something to do, reading a book, doing this or doing a chore or whatever. So right. we, I mean, we don't watch that much TV anymore. We still watch TV, obviously. Right. You know, I, me personally, I like to sit around, watch some cops and get a little sweaty. That's just me. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> right. Well, for me, you, you can't not watch cops. Cops is awesome. <laughs> cops was fun i haven't watched it in years to be honest with you i know for me i'll get into like i'll get into the older shows and things like that but yeah, yeah. cops but to me it's just Why is I, don't it know, cops? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go there about the sweaty and cops and why you're sweaty watching cops but you've never seen that brothers no no oh, it's on Step Brothers. he's like you were playing with my drum set weren't you no why are you so sweaty then? Oh, I was watching Cops. <laughs> <laughs> Such like a said, dumb movie. <laughs> we, we've just cut out movies and TVs and all yeah. this. And like, my, I'm hoping I can keep eliminating the TV from the kids mm. as they get older. But yeah. it, part of it is, is right now it's meant to kind of teach them, hey, there'll always be distractions. Yeah. Like, so when you get into the real world, you have to deal with the distractions. Mm -hmm. And for me, I have I have to play an audiobook or music or something while I work because I'm one of those people when you hear a little noise, it's like, oh, squirrel, you know? Yeah. yeah, so, but yeah, let's do this. I'll tell you what, we've been talking, I yeah. think, for almost an hour and a half or something like that. So yeah. <laughs> how about we save, because I think we're starting to drift off into other topics as well now. So... Yeah. How about we save these for other episodes and All right. yeah. this way people still have something to look forward to instead of a long, long <laughs> show. Yeah. You can talk about this stuff for hours. <laughs> exactly. But we do now have Facebook page up too, right? Yep. So let's, let's let people know where they can find everything about us real quickly. Mm -hmm. it's, like I said, we have, um, you and I both are on Truth Social. They yep. You can find us where we manage a group under True Social called Father Support, Fatherhood Support. Yep. Uh, and right, then yeah. we have we're both on LinkedIn. You can find mm -hmm. find our page on Facebook and yep. on Twitter as well, if I'm not yep. mistaken. So that, yeah, we have a yeah we have a Twitter. Um, we have a Facebook and Instagram. The Instagram's there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the, the Instagram kind of goes hand in hand with the Facebook. So I kind of created both to go together. Um, so, yeah, we got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn and Truth Social. All right. And our website, obviously. Right. So. And then you should hopefully by the time this episode comes out, you mm -hmm. should also have your um, Pancake with Dad's website up as well. Or at okay. least move cool. it. So, yeah. So I'm, hope, I've actually, and I'm working on that for you as well. So I just saw you did the things I needed. So I'm moving forward with that. So people will be able to find you there. For me, if you're looking for anything on me, I also have my website, eamainer.com, which I have my books on. And then I'm horrible about social medias and things like that. So, <laughs> but you can contact me through the social medias, through emails. Where's best place for people to reach out to you? Um, for me, uh, either like one of the pages, um, any any one of my messengers on you know Truth, Facebook, uh, 
Yeah, I'm. I'd probably I'm on Truth most honestly. Right. Um, you can message me on there. Uh, you can friend request me um, and connect with me. I, I pretty much will connect with anybody and uh, accept friend requests from practically anybody. Uh, just because I, I mean I I feel it's good to follow. You know, the people that follow me, I feel it's good to follow them back. Right. Um, especially lets us talk. Um, I do have an email. We got uh, pancakes with your dad at gmail.com. So that, that's a good way you can send an email there. And hopefully when the website comes up, you can connect with me there. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll keep things moving forward it's there. there. It's just empty at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, as of today, the website's already been starting to be built. So I'll mind you, I'm excited because I get to try out new features of website building. <laughs> so I'm using yours as a test. So, <laughs> so awesome. I'm telling anybody, Go to pancakeswithyourdad.com and let me know what you, th- well, let Mr. Pancake know what you think about the site and what you want fixed because it's going to help me as I build sites for myself and for the things we do. And I can hopefully implement them in callwithdads.com, which you can find our podcast there. You can find blog posts that we put there, contact ways, all this stuff. So, I mean, we're about we're about everywhere that we can be that makes mm-hmm. sense for us to be able to do that. So yes, well, we'll call, we'll call this a day for everybody else and we'll just yeah. say goodbye. Yeah. All right. All right, man. All right. Catch you later. Right. Talk to you later.